Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message is Creating Healthy Relationships, Part 3, and was recorded on Sunday, June 19th, 2022. So today is a great day. I believe laughter is is an important part of every healthy relationship. So you'll find that uh, every week we're going to laugh in church, right? We also might cry at the same. It might even be within a few minutes. I've already done both today. <laughs> Gives us full permission to have the full range of emotion, even for our men. Why am I saying that for our men? Well, culturally, there's rules, see. Women can be sad, not mad. Men can be mad, not sad. But the truth is, we're all human, and we all have the full range of emotions. So you're, amen, right? Exactly, exactly. And I think uh, sometimes uh, men get a bad rap. And I want you to know that some of my greatest influences in my life so far have been men. My dad was one of them. Very, very close with my dad. And so, so anyway, today is about, again, this is our last week of creating healthy relationships. And we're talking about a variety of aspects because You know, frankly, most of us grew up in situations that weren't always the healthiest, right? I mean, say, "Mm -hmm." Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, and what we've been saying is, in fact, there's a method to the madness in terms of what relationships we've called to ourselves over the course of our lives. See, most of us are not spring chickens. We've been around a while, and we've been able to see that there are patterns, in fact. There are patterns, in fact, in ways that we have related, some healthy, some not so healthy. And what we're seeking to do is understand that these relationships, in fact, have had and still have a sacred purpose. A sacred purpose. Every relationship you've ever had, even the ones that are bad memories, have served a sacred purpose for you. And I want to help you with that. I'm helping myself with this. Because sometimes we can look back and uh, curse things that actually like propelled us forward into healing, right? So sometimes it helps us to kind of reframe the past and say, you know what? Even though some things were bad, if this wouldn't have happened and that would have happened, wow, I never would have been here. 
Yeah, so sometimes it helps to reframe how we're looking at our past. So we've also said that, in fact, you're a soul. And today we're going to talk about um, the deeper spiritual aspects of that. So let's put up number one in our points. You have a number one. Yes, your spiritual nature. So in unity, we teach that you are a threefold being. Say that with me. Threefold being. Say to the person next to you, threefold being. Okay. What does this mean? What does this mean? And somebody else just went, three, figure it out. Yeah. Okay. That's my friend Bill back there. He goes. It's so Bill. Yeah, like three, man. So threefold being, what does this mean? Spirit, soul, body, right? So what does this mean? But let's, let's like break it down, each little word. Spirit means there's an aspect of you that is always holy. It's always going to be holy and there's nothing you can do about it. You can lie and steal and cheat and be you know, running all kinds of, well, as we say in Georgia, raising cane. You can be doing all kind of mess, but that one part of you never changes. You always have spirit everywhere available. Now, you heard me say available, not that you're living it. So there's nothing you can do. Your nature is spiritual and always has been and always will be. That's the spirit of you. Now, the soul is something. Now, the soul is what you're born with. Your soul is what you take with you. The Bible says your soul is eternal. Hinduism says your soul is eternal. Virtually every major world religion that I know says your soul is eternal, which means if you've been here before, you're going to be here again. And not only are you a soul, but you're bringing with you past memories, past understandings. And in fact, everything you think, you feel, you believe, this is an aspect of your soul. Charles Fillmore Unity's co-founder said your soul is the sum total or your consciousness is the sum total of your thoughts, your feelings, beliefs, and ideas. In other words, we don't talk like that anymore, sum total. That's S-U-M, sum total. That, that if you added all those things together, that's your soul. Your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs, your ideas. So you see, now you're starting to see, even though you are a spiritual nature, you have choice. Right? So every choice you make, believe it or not, is a soul choice. And as you look back in your life, you can see those bigger moments. You go, oh, wow. Like, that was a soul choice to join the military. That was a soul choice to get married. That was a soul choice to have a baby. That was a soul. The bigger ones are easier to see. But I'm saying every day is full of soul choices. How you relate to one another is a soul choice. And if you want to know how you relate to other people, all you have to do is look at your friends. And however they treat you, that's how you treat them. You're going to exactly know what your soul choice has been. So what we're seeking to do in knowing our spiritual nature is become conscious and live from that soul nature. It's not enough for me to know it on Sunday and be happy for an hour and then be miserable all week. See, I want to bring that, that spiritual nature, that, that, that spirit that's always been there. I want to consciously choose that in my relationships, which means forgiveness, which means faith, which means hope, right, for what's next. 
And then the body, of course, houses a soul. But I'll tell you what, your soul is actually bigger than your body. It goes beyond the actual shell of your body. Have you ever heard people talk about your aura? Raise your hand if you've heard that. I'm going to fluff Greg's aura right now. Okay. All right, right. It's, whoa, big old aura right here. That's that, 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 big man. Amen. So, so that's that spiritual nature, right? That's that spiritual nature. So I want you to just think about that. Your body is the temple. And even uh, coming up, I'm going to do a series next month. It's a short series called Words of Life. We're going to be working specifically with the body temple, with your immune system, and with healing on a very, very deep level, working with our thoughts, working with the various aspects of our life. So I'm not forgetting the body. I'm going to take a whole series and focus on that, right? Because uh, without health, it's hard to experience life, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And many of us have had unexpected uh, diagnoses and things happen physically. I myself two times was very close to death. That absolutely woke me up about the body. I, uh, suddenly I was paying full attention to my body. And, yep, yep, cosmic 2 by 4 yeah. David's like my Ed McMahon today. <laughs> All right, so your spiritual nature. So, so you are spirit, soul, and body. Look at the person next to you. Just go like this. Three. All right, good. You got it. You got it. Right? And the idea is that that spiritual nature moves into our relationship. So the second point today that I want to get to is, uh, Rory. That's all right. He's doing a lot of it. Is about, so if it's true that we're spiritual, how does that look in everyday relationships, right? So what are the behaviors of healthy relationships? What are they? Well, I'll tell you one I don't see a lot of now that uh, I seek to be about, and that is kindness. Just kindness. Can you imagine if everybody in the world just today decided, today's the day to be kind, what would the world look like? What on earth would the news cover? Right? So just courtesy, respect. Respect. And, and, and dads, remember I told you I was going to talk to you a little bit like I did to the moms on Mother's Day. Dads, however you treat the women in your life, you're teaching, you're teaching your sons, this is how to treat women. It doesn't matter what you say, it's what you do, they emulate. So if it's my way or the highway, you're setting your kids up for Dysfunctional relationships. On the other hand, if you treat your spouse or partner with love and respect, that's exactly what your kids are going to learn and model. And imagine what you're teaching your daughters, too. Imagine that. Kindness, courtesy, basics. You know, what I've noticed, too, is um, when I go into a store now, so many people are on their phones, they forget to even say hello to the person doing their groceries. Anybody else notice that? That they're so plugged in, they forgot to say hello. Right now, this community is unlike um, many communities I've spoken in. I felt at home right away. I even said to the leadership council, well, if you don't hire me, bottom line is you're going to be seeing me a little more often because... I love the energy here, and I love the welcoming. So we, we have that here, 
but I wonder if we could take it out a little bit more into our community. It's easy to do it here because we know we have a understanding. We know we have a similar faith. We know we have a similar belief. So it's easier to be a little more vulnerable and open. What if we took that chance and did that out in the world just a little bit more? These are the behaviors of healthy relationships. Uh, I had a situation with um, one of my siblings. I come from a very large family, and uh, I spoke about it briefly, and I, I, I won't go into, you know, like, uber detail now, but what I will tell you is that um, I was able to get to the place of forgiveness with the sibling because I thought, if, stay with me, if he walked into church, I'd love him. If he walked into church today, I'd love him no matter what. And I thought, am I holding my love prison in prison myself by not offering this forgiveness? Changed everything. It'd been so long since we connected. I don't remember if I told you this. We had never texted. Now we text every day. Isn't that amazing? So forgiveness for me is a real important part of healthy relationship. Forgiveness. You know, we a lot of our culture says, be right. A lot of our culture says, be louder, be bigger, be stronger. As a matter of fact, the only way you get respect is with violence. That's what some of our kids have grown up with. They've seen it in our politicians. But what we see modeled out in the world is not healthy relationship. Right? So it's going to take a real strong spiritual soul, right, for us to be doing our soul work to remember even when the world's sending us all these fake, uh, I'm not going to say fake news, these fake, uh, these fake ideas of what, of what health is, we have to say, oh no, that, yeah, I know that's what you think, not me. Healthy relationships include love, they include laughter, they include joy, they include forgiveness, they include generosity, needing nothing in return. Just here is my pleasure to give to you. These are some of the behaviors of healthy relationships. And one of the most important ones, and we're going to do a little practice here, you're going to laugh at yourself, I promise you, is listening. Say that with me. Listening. Say it again. Listening. I'm going to give you a little exercise. We're going to do it right here. This is like we're in full workshop mode now, okay? So you're going to turn to the person next to you. It doesn't matter. It's better if you don't know them. And I want you to just, so if you have to move and it's a little chaotic for 30 seconds, we're going to breathe through that, okay? All is well. But what you're going to do is you're going to find a person you don't know. You're going to sit down and you're just going to tell them your name and how long you've been in unity. And as you start to tell them that, they're going to listen to you at 50%. Go. Go find a person right now. Don't talk till I tell you. Go find your person. Go find your person. Go find your person. Okay. If you can hear me, clap once. If you can hear me, clap twice. Okay, hold on. Did you already start listening at 50%? Okay, now we're going to take it down a notch. So if you're online, just you're going to have to love us through this. Okay. So now you're going to do the same thing, same person. Now you're going to listen at 75%. Now this time the other person shares. 
Now you're going to listen at 75%. All right, if you can hear me clap once, if you can hear me clap twice. All right, now, now. See, you're not listening. I love it. So now, wait, one more, one more. Now, same person. You're going to both listen at 100%. Same person. Now, did you feel, listen to this, feel the energy right now in the room. How different. All I said is, you're going to listen at 100%. Same person, very brief. Go ahead and go. All right, all right. If you can hear me, clap once. If you can hear me, clap twice. All right, now. I should have never let Unity people get up, should I? Never get you back. Okay, well, raise your hand. So raise your hand. Raise your hand if it felt better to be listened to at 100%. Okay. It's amazing, isn't it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something that you probably know. Some people uh, are addicted to interrupting. Right? And so... Healthy relationships mean I'm going to be quiet and listen all the way to the end. Now, for us extroverts, that is like a spiritual discipline. And when you first start doing it, it's almost like somebody said, take these handcuffs and go like this. Partly because we also have to talk with our hands. But, right, so listening is a behavior of a healthy relationship. Often, it seems like we're so busy, ready to say what's on our mind, we're not listening to what's trying to be communicated. Psychologically, that's called a manic defense. Because we're trying to show how much we know. I know, I know that you don't know that I know. You know, that kind of thing. How long have you been? Well, I've been in unity so long. You see what I'm saying? So in healthy relationships, we listen till the very end. We get all the way through. And this we do, this is uh, an exercise I learned years ago um, in teaching uh, both hospital chaplains and prayer chaplains how to be with others in time of need. And let me tell you why. So part of my training was, yes, unity ministry. But after I got out of ministerial school, I was almost ready to get ordained. And I said, you know, we did about three months of pastoral care, but I want to do more. I want to learn more. And we had done a little unit in the hospital. So I, I decided to sign up for a whole nother year of training after ministerial school just to do hospital chaplaincy. Uh, something about the way I was raised, I'm excellent in an emergency now, that's good news. The bad news is not everything is an emergency. So we're still learning. Okay. <laughs> we're still learning. But but anyway, so I did this training. And so one of my units was uh, long-term care, right? Raise your hand. You know, understand what long-term care is, right? And it's not, people think it's just older people. No, it's a variety of ages uh, with a variety of physical um, issues. So... We would do our rounds, you know, go to the different rooms and everything. And a lot of the chaplains, frankly, weren't doing very much, especially in those units. They were sitting back and, you know, one was watching Ellen with a couple of, you know, 
But I was really wanting to get the most out of this experience. So when I was on, I'd go into every single room, every single room. And one day I went into this room and a guy started to talk, but he couldn't talk. He was mumbling. Have you ever seen that? I waited. Guess what happened? At the end of the mumbling, a full sentence. It took, thank you. It took 30 minutes to get to the sentence. 33-0. And so when I wrote in this chart, communicated how he was feeling, they thought I had charted the wrong patient. I said, you just got to hang out a little longer. And they said, how long? I said, 30 minutes. But there, he is there. He is there. How often do we do that? We just go on about our way. We pretend, blah, blah, blah. We are we're too busy. We got too much going on. Wait. Listen. If you've got kids and grandkids, you know what they need? They need you to listen. They need you to listen. Their behavior problems, listen to what they're telling you. If they're doing great in school, listen. There are kids that, doing, that are doing great and they go off to college, they've got so much pressure, they commit suicide because nobody was listening. All they were doing is pushing, right? Listen. Listening is a behavior of healthy relationships. Say to the person next to you, don't forget to listen. <laughs> Finally, number three, if you were taking notes, number three. Taking 100% responsibility for your life and choices. See, it's very popular now to blame somebody for what's happening. And I'm saying we need to be 100% responsible for our life and choices. If things don't work out, you got nobody to blame. It was your choice. If you don't like where you are in life, no problem. Make a new choice. Make a new choice. We have so much spiritual power available to us and we continue to act like somebody else is pulling the strings and it's all us. It's all us. The most healthy thing you can do is take responsibility for your life and your decisions. I know if you're in unity, you've already taken responsible for your spiritual life because you've realized where you were before just wasn't working out. It's like you said to yourself at one point, there's got to be more. Raise your hand if you're one of those people. <laughs> yeah, right? There must be more. I know God loves me. I know God must be everywhere. So is there anybody else who believes this? Anybody? Here we are. So it was you taking 100% responsibility for your life and for your journey that got you here. I know that. I know that. But there's little ways often we give away our power. There's little ways often that we forget to take responsibility. You know what? I got here by my life and choices. And you know what? That can change. Because I have the power of the whole universe behind me. So I get to decide. If life isn't working, make a new choice. 
If I don't like the way things are happening, if I don't like my finances, get another job. Make it happen. I've got a couple people in my family. I'm trying to encourage. I'm trying to encourage. And I'm like, I, what I know is, until they're ready, there's always going to be somebody to blame. So I'll say, well, let me know when you're ready. Let me know when you're ready to change. I'm, I'm right here. Like, I'll be your biggest cheerleader. You know, I'll say, come on. But till you're ready, nothing I can do. Right? So, in our relationships, sometimes, well, I've worked with a lot of couples over the years. And I've had people say to me, in our relationship, we try to do 50-50. I say, well, that's the first problem. And they go, what? We thought that was good. I say, no, here's what I mean. It's got to be 100-100. You got to both be in or it doesn't work. One can't drag the other one along into health. That, that somebody always gets hurt or it ends in divorce or both, right? We have to take 100% responsibility for that relationship. For my relationship with my teenage son, I take 100% responsibility for that. He's a kid. He doesn't know yet. I've got to show him what health is. If something's off, I say, what's up? What's up? And we have a certain saying between us, nobody needs to know. Not everything in my life is, you know, platform ready. We have a thing that we know that we say that we're good. But it's only between us. He has that with no one else. But he's learning. Take 100% responsibility for how you're thinking, how you're feeling, what you're doing, the choices you're making. Because if you make a choice and there's impact, you can't blame other folks. Every choice has with it an impact. Every choice has with it a consequence. So that's why we're bringing our spiritual nature. I'm coming all the way back around to the beginning. That life is meant to be lived from the spiritual. Because when you know you're God's and you know God loves you, it's okay if you're wrong. You go, oh, you know what? Mess that one up. Forgive me, please. Can you forgive me? Are we good? Okay, all's well. Great. That one's, that one's on me. Our leadership council's already heard me say that. I'm not the minister that thinks she has to do everything right. There's no such thing. It's called human right here. But I always come back to, I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. Have you heard that one? I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that's governed by spiritual law. Say that with me. I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law, right? So we want to seek to be conscious, to live from this higher nature that we are. And when we mess up, we just admit it. And we move on. We seek to make amends, to correct, like the 12 steps say. We seek to make amends whenever possible. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2022, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com.
The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.